Hey guys, my name is Marcelo Inestroza, and I am the host and the creator of the Red Wall Podcast, a podcast about love, life, and the pursuit of happiness. On top of all that, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled person. Also, a podcast about what it's like to live life as a disabled screenplay writer. So why don't y'all come on and join me on my podcast mission of glory. All right, guys, hope to see you there. Hey guys, welcome to the newest edition of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host per usual. My name is Marcelo Nostroza and welcome to episode number 28 entitled Greg Berlanti. Alright guys, so if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have a little bit of a of a, a fascination with writer, producers, directors, etc. So I want to take this time in the next couple episodes uh, to sort of just give you guys some of my basic knowledge about some of my uh, favorite people in the entertainment industry, Um, you know, focused in, of course, on writers, directors, and producers. Now, I should mention that everything that I'm going to tell you guys Today, about this particular person, um, I don't know if all of it is completely true. It's just, uh, you know, thoughts and stories I've collected in my head over the years of reading about them once I discovered their particular, um, once I discovered their particular genius. Um, And the person that I want to focus in on today is uh, someone by the name of Greg Berlanti. Now, today he's known for being the architect behind the CW superhero verse. But when I first heard his name is in a little show called Dawson's Creek. Now, uh, Greg Berlanti uh, first started on Dawson's Creek as a supervising assistant, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he came in, I believe, at the beginning of season two of Dawson's Creek. Now, at that time, the show was run by a gentleman who is near and dear to my heart, uh, by the name of Kevin Williamson. And at that time, Kevin, uh, around season two, was developing another project for the aforementioned. Um, uh, a, a WB called Wasteland. So he was actually looking for someone to uh, replace him in the day-to-day showrunner uh, responsibilities. And Greg, uh, albeit just getting there, I believe, uh, showed enough passion for the show and enough uh, uh, know-how for the show in that he already had uh, the characters' voices in his head that he would be able, uh, no, actually, he would be the perfect candidate to actually run the show. So uh, at the end of season two, when Kevin left the show, he actually gave Greg the keys to the kingdom, and Greg actually uh, uh, ran Dawson's Creek until its conclusion in season uh, six. Quite a while after that, Greg actually uh, tried his game at... Um, 
the, you know, quite a while after that, Greg tried his hand at the feature game by developing and writing a superhero project for the WB along with fellow writer uh, uh, Jerry Goldsmith. And that uh, project was unfortunately the Ryan Reynolds starring vehicle of Green Lantern. Now, if you guys know your history, your superhero movie history, you know that that movie didn't actually go uh, at all how it was planned. It was actually a critical and uh, audience bomb. Um, so, as you can imagine, that didn't leave Greg in a good mood. So, after that, Greg, uh, from what I've read, had a crisis of faith. And he was considering uh, quitting the uh, uh, entertainment biz, or not quitting, but sort of just taking a step back and trying to uh, uh, maybe actually uh, uh, um, re uh, reassess his career choices. So um, in that same vein, actually, uh, uh, quite a while after that, he actually got an email from another uh, <clears throat> writing colleague of his by the name of uh, uh, Julie Pleck, which she's important. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a, I got a, uh, <clears throat> I have like a throat stuck in my throat right now. I have no idea. Anyway, after the Green Lantern project, Greg got a uh, email from another writer. Uh, Greg got an email from another from another writer friend of his by the name of Julie Pleck, and she was the one that sort of talked him off the ledge and convinced him not to quit and convinced him to actually uh, keep going at it. So with that, the next time that I heard. The, the the name Greg Berlanti is when he uh, started developing superhero pro- properties for uh, the now um, the former uh, WB and the now CW and the first property and the first property that he developed for the um, CW eleven is the Arrowverse, which eventually led to the aforementioned uh, superheroverse over there at uh, the, um, CW. Nowadays, uh, Greg, uh, is known for directing the film, uh, Love, Simon, which is a great coming of age story for, uh, all ages, uh, particularly for the LGBT community, because it's, 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 it's really great. It's like, it's like a John Hughes movie, uh, with a, with a gay kid. So it's just, it's just particularly wonderful. So I, um, Really encourage you to check out that movie uh, if you guys haven't seen it already. Um, but anyway, um, oh, and by the way, Greg, now, um, if this pandemic ever goes away, he actually is uh, scheduled to direct a reboot of uh, Little House of Horrors. And there's a rumor going around that uh, Rick Moranis might return uh, in some capacity uh to play a role in the movie, so I don't know if that if that ever is going to pan out uh, or not. But uh, that looks like it could be exciting if that's ever going to happen. With again the aforementioned uh, pandemic going on right now. But um, all right, guys. So that does it for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast. 
Um, you know, I've been your host per usual. My name is Marcelo Inostroza, and this has been episode number 28 entitled Greg Berlanti. Again, guys, I'm sorry uh, for the change in format of this episode, but as I said previously, I want to take uh, the, uh, the time over the next couple episodes or so to talk about some of my favorite writers and um, and some and uh, a little bit of their history and hopefully from what I've sort of told you about Greg you will be um, you'll be curious enough to after you finish the podcast you'll be curious enough to actually look him up on IMDb or Google. All right, guys. So thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this podcast after the fact on my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Productions, do me a favor. If you like um, the videos on there and if you like my content, why not take the time to leave me a, a like, a comment, and consider becoming a subscriber. But until next time, as always, I'll see you when I see you.